It is Tuesday, June 6th, 2018. You're listening to another fantastic episode of the Tuesday Catch-Up. I am still hungover from uh, Friday night and possibly Saturday as well. Uh, the Tuesday Catch-Up crew got together for the Horace Green album release party. We recorded an amazing live podcast that you can listen to on SoundCloud right now. Uh, we got real banged up that night at the Algoma Club in Oshkosh. At one point, Gillis wasn't wearing his shirt. Uh, subsequently, was cut off at the next bar. It was quite the weekend. Uh, Joe and Sean were in town. We went on a tour day, Nina. Uh, we shot just about every site, and then just like that, everybody was gone. It was a hell of a weekend. The album was a hell of a release. I cannot wait to talk with you guys tonight. Without further ado, let's catch up. Give me pictures of Spider-Man! I don't know how to read at that point. Yeah. Not without beer. You gotta come back with something. The sauce is the boss. <laughs> Put some fucking headphones in! You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, I am your host, Chum. Joining me via Google Hangouts are Zach DeVolcan there out of Brookfield. He has left me for the week. Uh, Nate Steubing out of Milwaukee in the same neighborhood for once. And out of Treehaven, we have Brandon Gillis. I'm going to call him in now. As he is in bumfuck nowhere, he has no internet reception, which has hampered him micless. But thankfully, we can call him in. So we'll get to that right now. And then we'll recap the weekend that was and the week that is upcoming. For starters, though, Nate, how did you think the weekend went? What did you think about Friday night, buddy? Uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, Horace Green fucking killed it. Yeah. Uh, got hammered off of the uh, Green 19 Aaron Rodgers IPA. Uh, it was badass. Um, then PCP was great, as always. Uh, is in Paper City Pub, the listeners, not the, not the drug. Which was on the podcast also mentioned that we would be doing some PCP, but yeah, we uh, I think we absolutely tore PCP to pieces. I for twelve people going into a bar, they weren't ready for the amount of sauce that was coming their way when the Tuesday Ketchup Crew came in, real real dickered up after the Algoma Club. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. ridiculous, uh, Gillis. We've got you via phone call, buddy. How is Tree Haven? Do you miss Nina already? I mean, it was quite the weekend. Watching you get cut off, or watching you lose your shirt, basically at the Algoma Club, and then hearing that you got cut off at the bar—two of my favorite things that happened on Friday night. How did you think you performed? Did you did you deserve to get cut off? I mean, what happened there, buddy? Um, I'm definitely missing the nine two zero for sure. And Horse Green killed it. Uh, that was definitely the first time seeing him, and it was pretty awesome. And, you know, leaving the Algoma Club with, uh, I did have a shirt. It was on, but not buttoned. <laughs> so, so I'll just give him a little taste, you know? Some flattering um, pictures I don't th- on Instagram of that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, but I don't think I deserve to get cut off at PCP. Um I think it was 100% because I gave the bartender a little whip. Uh, <laughs> he was a little slow on the shots. And I was, I was hassling her. So then she completely okay. ignored me. <laughs> and which made me much worse. I just started yelling at her. And then yelling at the the bouncer to make me the drink. Which DJ Stuff. Yeah, you can't yell at DJ Stuff when you fucking asshole. He's the he's like one of the nicest no, but, guys ever. No, but in a good way. I was like, all right, if she's not making it, you're making it. Did he do but it? I guess he's not allowed to do that. No, he's <clears> he was training. He trained and uh, so then Corey walked over and she tried to order us uh, two more Irish car bombs. 
<laughs> and the bartender said, who are you getting them for? And she said, me and the guy in the tent and pointed at me. And she went, oh, no, 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 no. I mean, Gillis, I did hear allegedly you were drooling at one point. <laughs> so I don't I don't want to point fingers, but maybe she was onto something. Yeah, if um, you walk into a bar, go shut down and start yelling at the bartender, it's not going to go well. I mean, it was I not. Gillis was okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> were. That bad. From Zach's Granted, perspective. I don't remember. After, like, finding out I was cut off, I have zero, like, memory until I came to in your hot tub. Jesus Christ. Yeah, wow, things- it took you that long? That was hours later. Yeah, <laughs> was that, really? that was a good hour and a half later, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just, you that's, just- so that's the first time I was cut off, ever. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll clap yeah. up for that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to applaud. It's a big moment. Jesus Christ, buddy. Yeah, you had quite the night. Um, I thought I was going to be the pro- – like, I thought I was going to end up getting cut off at one point because uh, all I remember is talking the ears off of the Horace Green. Like, in the entire band, I think I was just chatting with them at one point, just, like, saying – I, I mean, absolute nonsense. So I think, Zach, you saved me at one point. You grabbed my arm and like, it's time to go. I was like, this is probably for the best. I think this is probably what should be happening. <laughs> Yeah, you guys were talking for about an hour, and I was like, all right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that poor yeah, dude. Move on. That poor dude was probably just hey, having me, my drunk linger as I just sit around and just talk nonsense. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. in circles. Oh, yeah. It was a really good concert. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, man. Good. No, it's so good, man. When are you, when are you going to get me on stage? When are you going to get me on stage? Yeah. What kind of guitar is that? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, right? Fender. Hardly know her. <laughs> I consider myself a groupie, so maybe I don't know. You take it for what that is. I was I just wanted a piece of that. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Zach, you're the only one left. How? What did you think of the entire night? It was your first night seeing Horse Green. I but you'd heard me kind of talk about over the last couple weeks. You were relatively new <laughs> yeah. to the Tuesday catch up, but you you championed the live stream, which got us a ton of traffic, and we kind of. I don't know. We went we went off on Friday. It was a big day for the the Tuesday catch up and and apparently Gravy Train Productions pending name approval. Uh, how do you yeah. think you know? How do you think it all went? Did you like the live stream? Did you like the concert? Uh, what 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 happened, man? Um, to start off, got great feedback from the live stream. We had like 190 views or something like that, which is huge. Ooh, um, spicy. That Horace Green, I had Thanks never the heard of them besides just little uh, little tidbits from you guys, but they were they were pretty good. And I mean. It helped that I was dickered up, but I was loving it, so, <laughs> vibing pretty hard to that concert. And then um, PCP, I the drug that place. Yeah, they, they that, that <laughs> drug and the place. They never let you down. You were never. You were on top of the world there. You can walk in with six dollars and and get wheeled out in an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I played mass amounts of bar dice. That's all I pretty much know. And then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Next thing I remember, just like Gillis, I was sitting in a hot tub. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think you dropped like a full drink. Oh, yeah. Oh, so um, right the last drink, we were going to buy one and basically chug it. Um, Corey grabs hers. I grab mine. And it almost slips right there because the whole outside of it's just sopping wet. And then um, she clinks my glass and it falls straight to the ground. And I just walked. I didn't say it. I just walked out. I was like, and that's it. Yep. Uh, yeah. Time to go home. Time for an Uber. The yep. only two things I really, really, truly thought were really funny was you guys almost getting beat up by a bunch of old people <laughs> at the concert for ordering off my tab when the line was super long. Because these bartenders, oh, yeah. I would say zero sense of urgency, wouldn't you guys? No, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was bad. I've seen, I've seen one bartender at Steve's work ten times oh, yeah. faster than that. Yeah. 
So that was hilarious, which they just put they put the drinks in my tab, and I was like, yeah, let's fucking party. Well, later that night when I went to close my tab, uh, what I would consider my Yoda, basically, of my night, I would say, uh, he's sitting there, and he gives me a couple contemplative lines, which I'm sure he actually said nothing of value, but I was drunk and thought he and I were best friends. So me and this old gentleman took a shot of rail tequila to end the night, and I think we oh, hugged. God. I know for sure we shook hands. We hugged, and it, like energized me to a point that was unsustainable i think i was at a full yell for the next hour and a half until i all of a sudden just died and became grumpy chum it was over for me at that point tequila not my friend i will say it right now hashtag not my fucking friend uh yeah um, this past weekend i can say in full heart that i've seen you in your two happiest moments <laughs> coming back from a shot of tequila and going down a slide with two other men <laughs> <laughs> we uh hung over we took a tour day nina to show uh joe's girlfriend sean kind of all of nina but what we did was we took her to both the dairy queens we took her to get a library card and we took her to the trestle bridge where all the shootings happened <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the, the worst tour that's not of a, a town ever that's not a true tour day nina what is it that's uh, banging in every bathroom at Nina High School. Oh, that's been done before. Uh-huh. We won't say names, but that has been done before. People forget <laughs> that. But we did take her on a tour day, Nina, and we went to the Trestle Bridge where they have the park. And Zach, Joe, and I were like little kids. It was amazing. We were all like, we would go down in a train and then switch the order up and go down again. And there's some pictures of like pure absolute joy on our faces as we ride the slide down. Like it was. It, Sean was like, I feel like I'm watching you guys date, which was very accurate. We were, yep. <laughs> we were having a day. Um, yeah, that was good stuff. So that weekend, I mean, damn boys, I don't know if I could do it again, but I would love to relive that. That was a a whirlwind of a week. And yesterday it kind of all came to a crashing close. So Harley had to get up at 6am to leave, which before I get into this, uh, we're missing Matt tonight. He's out meeting with Horace Green. Uh, they're probably going to be soups famous after that big concert. So they're promoting some stuff. Promoter, hardly know her. Um, and then Harley is currently at a wilderness retreat in Montana for work. Uh, he is going to be not calling in tonight. He doesn't have service. So he'll be back next week. He said he promises he'll bring a soapbox or he'll eat three cans of spam um, on the podcast. So we're excited for that. But back to it. Uh, Harley left at 6 a.m., which was a bummer. Uh, he was only home for a week. And then... Uh, we all got together on Saturday, had that tour day, Nina Sunday morning, Joe and Sean leave. And then Zach leaves to go back to Brookfield and Gil is left on Saturday. And suddenly like I was so alone and it was, it was honestly creepy to not have people in the Fredrickson house for once. My parents were like, well, what are you going to do now? And I think I stared out the window for a good 30 minutes and was like, I don't know. What should I do? You made a, a paper mache, uh, model of Cassie and you just swore at her for like the rest of the afternoon no i swore at her for real i made a paper mache model of all you guys and you guys laughed at me (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that all happened um i'm gonna jump a little bit into the current events though fellas unless you got other things you want to talk about from the weekend nope uh well actually i had a similar um branded moment on saturday it was about two or three in the morning i was walking around the lobby of the hotel in my underwear and an unbuttoned hawaiian shirt I didn't get kicked out or anything, but uh, I had to wake up again in, in the morning to head back to or to head to Milwaukee. Um, I would definitely like to see the security footage of that because that would be interesting. I would absolutely <laughs> love that. Matt had sent a, sna- uh, a, cha- a text to the Tuesday Catch-Up group chat and was like, Nate's currently in the backseat in his boxers because he took his shorts off to cover his face from the light, which just was me on so many levels on Saturday. <laughs> that's just nothing but ingenuity right there. I mean, that's that's desperation right, in yeah. my eyes. Like, hungover, hungover mm-hmm. desperation to avoid the light. 
Yeah. I get it. Uh, current event wise, which, so this, this kind of gave a good content idea as well. Uh, and I wanted Harley to be on to talk about this, but we're going to, we'll preface it this week. So Montana wildlife officials are puzzled. The carcass of a wolf-like animal that they say a rancher shot and killed near the town of Denton in Montana. Uh, the an- animal was coming near this guy's, this livestock. So he shot it, reported it, but it was a young non-lactating female, which I think that just means it's like, uh, they're like not sure about male nor or what its age was or things like that it's a member of the dog family but they're not sure like what it is is it a wolf coyote dog i mean they have no idea there was an actual quote it said uh we have no idea what this thing is until we get a dna report back so they were very like confused on what the hell it was um a real life like fish and wildlife guy yeah that's that he had no idea that's that's what yeah it was a d yeah let me see here well, yeah. from the picture, like looking at the picture, you know, um, the coyote population's been booming by coyotes um, mating with dogs in the area. So I don't know. It kind of looked like a hybrid of like a coyote dog. So maybe they did a side by side comparison of the paw and the hand, and it's that thing's pretty freaking big, dude. So my idea was, content wise, why don't we take the Tuesday catch up road trip out to Montana and uh, we. Uh, <laughs> We go, we go coyote wolf hunting as a group, and we film it all for content. I'm but we don't bring any guns. We no only guns. try and trap it. No, slingshots, slingshots, knives, and a trap. I go what was, it, what was that show? It wasn't like Finding Bigfoot. It might have been Monster, Monster Hunters. Monster, Monster Quest, Quest, yeah. yeah. Remember that episode where they, <laughs> they built a, a tool trap for, for one of the like, uh, swamp monsters or something like that? Oh, the skunk ape? <laughs> <laughs> Skunk ape. Mystical trap for it. <laughs> a spirit trap. For the magic. Didn't you write uh, Finding Bigfoot or whatever? Bobo, didn't you write him a letter? Yeah, they responded. They wanted to come up to the cabin because we found a, a Bigfoot footprint. I actually remember this. This was not that long ago either. This was like but, uh, uh, Okay, so we were fishing. Uh, we were at my cabin, and I get out of the boat to, uh, like, follow the school of bass while they, like, did a little troll around the cove, and I'm walking along this edge, and it's all rocks, and there's this little, like, little bit of sand, maybe two feet on shore, um, like, fresh, it just rained that morning, and there was, like, a 14-inch, like, barefoot footprint right there, and I was like, yo, this is whack. Wow. Called the gang over, and we uh, took some pictures with, like, a ruler and stuff like that. And um, we sent it into Find Bigfoot, and uh, they responded, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna be in uh, like around that area um, in, within the next year. Would you want to like come talk at the uh, or like come to the like city council meeting? Or the you know how they do like the, uh, yeah, the, the town, town hall meeting? meeting? Yeah, sure. And uh, so they end up doing that, uh, but Nick Bazire, uh never because he wants to get into politics or he wanted to get in politics and he didn't want to be associated oh, with the, the as the politician who believes in bigfoot sure. so uh, he's my dreams that's for sure hey understand yeah, i didn't find out they responded until a couple years later oh jeez. well uh, heartbroken yeah. missed opportunity I got a. Uh, Could've been famous. <clears throat> yeah, so I think that's what we're gonna have to do, though, is 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 get some weaponry together, get the Tuesday catch-up crew, and go and get into the wilderness and go hunt this thing down. I have two guns we can use. 
Okay, I Same. like that. Oh, I'm flexing right now, but you can't see. No, that's yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> oh, nice guys, sweet. <laughs> that's a great visual. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, so on the same track of wildlife, <clears throat> another crazy story is uh, there is a neighborhood in Surrey, British Columbia, and a neighbor got sick of it. So peacocks are endangered all over the place, but there but there is a flock that nests in this guy's tree every single year, uh, like a very big flock. And finally, he got so sick of the noise of them coming back every year that he went and just chopped the tree down. So these peacocks are left homeless, and what they've started to do is just roam this neighborhood. So that's already a problem, is you've got like a, like hundreds of peacocks roaming your neighborhood. Um, All I can hear is them walking around, hello? Is oh, anybody yeah, seeing our yeah. home? What happened to our tree? But what what's worse is that they're seeing these shiny cars, so like people with really nice Mustangs and things like that, and they see the reflection in them, and they start peacocking them. They're like, okay, this motherfucker wants to play. So yeah, they go throw hands. Yeah, so they throw hands against these cars, and it, it's been said that they've dented this every square inch of like ten or twelve cars at least in this neighborhood. <laughs> they're just they just are fucking it up until they don't see the reflection anymore. So <laughs> I love that. <laughs> With their beaks or what? I dude, I don't know. I looked for videos, but the damage was pretty wild. I mean, there's like a literally a video of this peacock staring at itself in a car. I'm like, I wanted to wait and see it attack, but the video ended too soon. But they said it's really it's getting out of hand. Well, um, I just googled it. Feral peacocks are attacking luxury cars yeah, at the feral, same time. Feral peacocks just tearing this neighborhood oh apart. Not good. I uh I think we should go help him. I think we could get out there and help him out. <clears throat> well, if we're if we're still in the wildlife here, uh, my Florida news, my two news articles I have, uh, both relate to that. I'm in. Hell yeah! So if I can just go, all right? <clears throat> Do you want you want the sad story? Yeah, why not? Well, I guess they're both kind of they both involve animals getting hurt. Oh, just Brandon, is, not great. you couldn't find you couldn't find a Florida news. All right, whatever. It's Florida. There's not a whole lot of happy going on. I suppose. Um, all right. So a Florida teacher had a class of freshmen where they had a garden. Um, these raccoons got in and messed up their garden. So the teacher wanted to show the raccoons a lesson. So he filled up garbage cans full of water, live trapped the raccoons, gathered the class, and then dunked the raccoons in the water and drowned them. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Brandon. You you couldn't find any... This is what happens when you fuck with people's stuff. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's three raccoons and they're dunking a kid alongside. Yeah, Timmy, you take my fucking lunch money again. Little Lauren tries to look away and he grabs her cheeks and makes her... (laughs) This this is what happens. They walk great class. You've all all been warned. Now back to counting to 100. Let's go. (laughs) I feel like Florida is just some, like, cruel government, uh, like... Experiment. Yeah. Yeah, experiment. They're, like, dumping K2, like, in the water. I I mean, I wanted meth heads. I wanted meth heads, and he gave us drowning animals. Well, this next one sounds like what a meth head would do. It does sound like something a meth head teacher would do, which would not surprise me in Florida. And the craziest part is that's what the class settled on, how to kill these raccoons. (laughs) Wait, what? Kids and some shit, too. You, like, pulled the class. (laughs) Some kids were like, we should shoot them. He's like, that's against the rules. Can't bring a gun to school. Blood hitting him to death was too brutal. 
So he decided that was the most humane he goes, way. He goes, kids, kids, I'm not only going to teach you a lesson in democracy, I'm going to teach you about something called collective punishment. He's like, do we cut their paws yeah. off or do, do we kill them? I can't believe these kids sat. They are probably having their, like, their chocolate milk and their graham crackers. And this teacher's like, well, kids, I uh, caught the raccoons that fucked our garden up. And they're like, oh, my God, let's get them. Like, let's fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> We've got three options, kids. Can you imagine just, like, the quiet moment where they're waiting there with the garden hose just filling up that uh, garbage <laughs> can. And these raccoons just sitting in that cage like, woo! <laughs> time to go for a bath. <laughs> time to go for a bath. Something to share from this weekend. I'm like... <laughs> Oh, my. oh, oh they're, they're starting to drown. Hold on. <laughs> they were like that mob from Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the craziest part is, like, this guy's not getting in any trouble. Because in Florida, they're a nuisance animal. And he technically didn't break any rules. Uh, he traumatized oh, a bunch of kids who are also going to grow up to become Florida news well, items. So like, he didn't traumatize yeah. them because they've seen worse. <laughs> well, seen worse. They fucking oh, right. they they fucking voted on it. They 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 That's made this they, evil. They had to have seen the worst parts. They were going. <laughs> they're like, oh, we're just going to drown them. That's stupid. That's simple. <laughs> oh my god. All right, Gills, give me the next one. Um, Let me do something. You can't trace drowning. All right, the next one's a little lighter note. No animals die. I don't think. Allegedly. Um. A Jacksonville man, Rocco Mantella, um, when the witness saw him kicking swans in the head and in the in their ass as hard as he could, um, he was he told them he was having karate practice, on the <laughs> and he also. The witness said he also ran over to a small duck that was sleeping and punted him. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. All right, two things. Initial reaction. One, I am voting to detach Florida from the continental U.S. as of tonight at 9, 10 p.m. Uh, number two, I would only be okay with this story if it was Canadian geese because those things fucking suck. Dude, they're scary. They were yeah. swans. Swans, yeah, swans are cool. Thing. Swans don't do anything to hurt people. No, Canadian geese, no, swans, are swans can be assholes, man. Yeah, swans yeah. can be assholes, but they at least look cool. You know who else is assholes? Swans, man, the delivery guy for food. Those guys suck too. I won't punt them across the pond too. What happened? He's just trying yeah. to slang some pigs in a blanket. Uh, yeah, and it's over. If he comes back <laughs> one more time and my uh, my cheesy soft pretzels are melted, <laughs> I'm gonna roundhouse kick him in the jaw. You take you and your fucking freezer truck and you hightail it out of your swans, <laughs> man. I'm sorry, Gillis. Back. I'm sorry. I just I couldn't keep thinking of him kicking birds in the face. <laughs> I can just hear him. <laughs> He's Is there a picture of this man? Uh, yeah, he looks. What if it's just a picture of Zach? <laughs> he looks shockingly <laughs> like Zach. It's young chum. I go, what? I'm a he looks artist. pretty beat up himself. So I wonder if oh, the swans I mean, got in a couple too. I mean, oh, he, they probably put up a good fight. I swear swans wouldn't go down easily. they probably turn around. Oh, definitely. That, that looks like a guy who would kick a swan in the face. Where'd you put it? It's done. Yeah, I see it. That's fucked up. Yeah, that guy looks... He's scary. He looks like Voldemort, almost. He fits the profile. Yep, I get it. Yep, okay. Yep, yeah. that was Florida News with Brandon Gillis. 
<laughs> that segment's starting to become one of my favorites. I'm really starting to like that one, Gillis. You're, you're, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to go off of. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Uh, I also just a quick, you know, sidebar. Uh, the Rock has a nickname that he never released until this week. It is um, so SpongeBob tweeted him, "What's your favorite nickname?" And he texted or he tweeted back, "Hi Bob, which nickname are you referring to? Big Daddy, The Rock, Samoan Thor, Beef Piston?" <laughs> <laughs> and it, like I. What, Wait, he's saying, or the inappropriate one I earned back in college. How is what's more inappropriate than beef piston? Dude, beef piston is just. Call <laughs> <laughs> me that from now on. I literally, I heard it and I was like, "What is probably the most inappropriate nickname I would want to be called?" Which is something I want to ask you guys off the top of your head. Can you top beef piston? I honestly, I'm not creative enough for that. <laughs> beef piston. That's I've never heard anything like it. I would have loved yeah, to in the room. Just- the day they gave him that nickname. You know what we should call you, Dwayne? Let's call you Beef Piston. <laughs> yeah, I bet that, I bet that was not an actual nickname. No, what do you th- Well, do you think he came up with it? I thought there's something deeper. Or it's a hoax. TNTD's talking to one of his buddies. And he's like, I was railing this chick. I was just like one giant Beef Piston. <laughs> So, all right, all right, the two votes on the table are, no, there's three options I want you guys to vote. And I'm also, you know what, I'm going to finally put a Twitter poll out. So one of them is self-proclaimed. So is Beef Piston self-proclaimed? Did his friends give it to him? Or, wait, what was it, the hoax that it wasn't actually a nickname until that very moment? Yeah. All right, those are the three options. Uh, Nate, you're mm-hmm. voting hoax that he twi- he typed it in that exact moment just to be funny. Uh, Brandon's, uh-huh. Brandon's voting that it happened in the moment when he was telling a story. He called himself Beef Piston or alluded himself to a Beef Piston. Zach, where do you stand on the Beef Piston, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Big Daddy Samoan Thor debate? I'm thinking uh, thinking his friends, he was telling the story, and then when he named Piston, they all agreed that That was his name for good? Okay, I like that. (laughs) All right, alluded himself to as Beef Piston. Uh, I don't know where I sit yet. I might just throw my vote on the Twitter sphere. You never know. But I just wanted you guys to know that that nickname is officially taken and off the market, and I figured that was worth a minute and a half of our podcast. Did he he play at Miami? Uh, Yeah, but I don't know if he was a Beef Piston at that point. Maybe a Beef Piston? Uh, Three-leg Greg Olson? Oh God! Third li- <laughs> name's Greg. <laughs> what I do get? <laughs> I love him, uh, fellas. I think it's about time for arguably the second best rapper in the NFL, behind Cole Beasley. Oh, Cole Beasley does have Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley does have bars. Uh, yeah, there's some good. There's some good little rappers on the low key. I want to see Cole Beasley and yeah. Damian Lillard go at it in a rap off. Those two have got some lyrics. So, fellas, a uh, little transition. I think it's time we revisit our favorite corner of the show. It's the Craig Spiracy Corner. He recorded an absolute banger today. We recorded it about an hour and a half ago. Uh, he laid out kind of a quick update. I do want to let you guys know he's boycotting the internet for a little while to kind of let the world reset, he says, and then he'll oh, go shit. back to it. I've seen him in the last 12 hours, and he was on the computer. <laughs> well, this is self-proclaimed. I don't know. It's happening. Uh, it's a quick update, about five-minute update of his life. He ends it with an absolute walk-off of a joke that had me geeking that he was willing to say it into a microphone. So without further ado, Gillis, we'll give you a call back in a few minutes. Here is the... Uh, Tuesday, June 5th edition of the Craig Spiracy Corner. 
I might have a little C60, might have a little uh, people power, you know. Okay, okay. A little mixed bag. All right, we're here. It's a, another segment of the Craig Spiracy Corner starring Craig Fredrickson, interviewed here by your host, Chum. Uh, it is 7.52, about 40 minutes before we record today's episode. Uh, we did not do a Craig Spiracy last week. I did want to preface by asking a few things. One, did you listen to the episode last week? You don't have to answer these just yet. Uh, what did you think? Should we do another live stream? Uh, did you have a good week off? You know, are you excited to be back on? I'm, we're excited to find out what's been going on in the life of, uh, of Mr. Craig Fredrickson. I did watch the uh, watch. I did listen to the podcast. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was it was pretty entertaining. So uh, and I wasn't mowing a lawn. I listened to it in snippets over a couple days on my lunch breaks. Life's been going good. I actually jogged two miles today. Yay me! Hey, let's go. I like it. Uh, just for no reason, taking a little break from all the conspiracies. But there's so many I have that are floating around in my head that I just kind of pick and chose a few things for today. Uh, when I hear your webcast and you guys talking about what's going on in the world, it uh, made me think of, I don't know if you guys caught that there were at least two asteroids that came in and exploded in the last week. Uh, one over South America, one over China, and uh, one was actually tracked by an observatory and found uh, shortly before it hit our space. Um, in other news, we left off last time, we were talking about the power of the people with the toll booth story and other ways that you can right. mess with society. Uh, I always laugh at these coyotes that bring people over the border and charge them all this money. If I was in charge of all of them, I'd motivate people and say, listen. Coyotes? Yeah, the, uh, the traffickers of people over the border. I did not know it's okay. That's their nickname. So anyway, instead of paying thousands of dollars and hiding in a truck and probably getting caught, uh, why don't I would motivate about two, three thousand of you, get a pair of wire snippers, and say, "Ready, set, go," because there's not three thousand guards there to put you in jail, and there's not room for you. So you know what? Happy you're gonna get through. Craig, you got you got an anarchist side to you. Well, you know, I just, the power of the people. <clears throat> you I respect know, it. You know, you could solve homelessness with the same uh, mentality. Nobody has time to solve homelessness or feed the poor. All you have to do is motivate a bunch of homeless people and say, 7 o'clock tonight, we're all eating. <laughs> we're all going to the Publix down the road. We're all going to all different stores all over your city and we're all eating. Now they can't, if they do manage to arrest you, they let you go because they don't have room in the jails. You know what we're doing at 9.30? We're eating again. <laughs> I get it. And that within two, three days, instead of people saying, I don't have time to solve this, commerce would say, you know what? Set up some tents, do something, but we can't function like this. Okay. So it is kind of anarchist, but uh, I'm not ascribing and saying do it. I'm just pointing out that uh, just like in a bug's life with the ants, you know, All it takes is the workers to outnumber the grasshoppers. When people decide to work <laughs> together, you cannot stop the flow. Something will get done. I wish you would put this towards productive methods. I These are know. quite yeah. anarchists. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Uh, I had one for you. I just brought it up before the break uh, or before we got into this. There was there actually currently right now. There's a guy who came forward and said he's from the year sixty one ninety four. Probably, this story is complete bullshit, but it's very entertaining. He's like, he told them all about the future that he came from, what happens after global warming, if they found aliens or not. And he's like, uh, 
he, they, they polygraphed him because they're like, you must be insane. They polygraphed him. He passed it. But I believe that, you know, you could be telling the truth if you're just fucking insane. But still, pretty like pretty weird. He had, like, all the answers to what's uh, going on. Well, in a couple if, you believe, if you believe your own lies, you could... That's what I'm saying. You yeah, could, yeah. You, you could pass it. Yeah, they were saying you could easily discredit a polygraph test, which is wild. Um, we got about a minute left. What else? What? Give me one more short, sweet one and, and sign her off. Uh, just, just a little thing with Hawaii anyway is that, uh, again, just pulled it up for a little snippet today. Uh, life of a volcano is as the summit gets up there and the lava dissipates and goes away because of all those fissures, uh, the sides start collapsing. Well, there is a piece on the top of that right now that's 1,500 yards long, 15 football fields by 400 yards wide, uh, photographically, you can see by the data, they showed like a day lapse for, uh, for over a week, and it's starting to slip. Uh, that's, that's a big enough chunk that it will, uh, it could seal the volcano, which in that case, will it all of a sudden build up pressure and really blow? Or it may push whatever's in there out the fissures. Just a little FYI on what's going on out there. Um, maybe I'll mention some other things next time. I'll save them since I only had a minute left. But I do have a, I do have a slightly inappropriate pun that I have shared with a few people uh, that I'll just sign up with that. Uh, what is the difference between a lima bean and a chickpea? I'm not gonna like this at all. You wouldn't pay two hundred dollars to have yeah, a watch a light. <laughs> That's so bad. I've heard that one. <laughs> that wraps up another Craig Spiracy corner. See ya. You wouldn't pay ten dollars to have a lima bean on your face. That's disgusting. But on your what? Think. He said, what's the difference between a chickpea and a lima bean? You wouldn't pay $10 to have a lima bean on your face. <laughs> that is how he walked it off. Oh, that's good. I absolutely loved He gave, yeah, that was a good Craig Spiracy corner. Um, he obviously is ready to start an, a, a kind of a rebellion of sorts. I was kind of like, whoa, this is happening. So it was pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Your guys' knee-jerk reactions around the table. Zach, we'll start with you. You haven't said much yet. Um, I actually didn't hear most of it. It cut out. Oh, bummer. So oh, I don't have a damn. Yeah. It was just a super high-pitched noise the whole time, or most of the time. Interesting. Well, it was, I was uh, able to hear, but uh, I love the anarchy vibes. Yeah, lots of them. He, uh, Zach, he gave ideas to how to solve homelessness, or at least how to get a jump start on it. Oh, Gilson's call. Hey, sorry about that, buddy. We got you on the line now. Nate, go ahead, though. Or I was talking to Zach. Um, yeah, it was a little bit about what how you could sneak 3,000 people over the border. Not really sneak, but they couldn't stop you. And then how you could invade restaurants and basically, you know, end homelessness or at least bring attention to it. Because with that many people, there just isn't enough police. And he alluded it as the bug's life, like the grasshoppers and the ants, which was pretty epic yeah. of a metaphor. Yeah, Keeping up on the strength in numbers, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep, power people. Gillis, your thoughts on that? I think you. I, th- I thought you would have liked it. I saw you geeking a couple times. Your dad just always makes me laugh so much. <laughs> <laughs> the shit he says. Yeah, I could see him leading the charge for a bunch of homeless people. Oh yeah, we're going. We're going to. Uh, we're going to all the pizza places in town at seven thirty tonight, and we're taking it down. And they can't stop us all. I liked it. It was good stuff. So that was the Craig Spiracy Corner. He said he'll give us another one last week. He came in the door a little grumpy today. He's like, 
I don't really know if I want to do it today. I, I was like, no, you're going to put your thoughts on the airwaves for the Tuesday catch-up. These viewers, they cry for you. There's a lot of calls for <laughs> for his segment, so I couldn't let it go without this one. Um, I did want to go into another segment. We've kind of mm-hmm. di- dove into this section of the show, but there's another one called Life Advice. Uh, it was one that I put in the group chat the other day. We kind of had – we voted back and forth a little bit. Everyone was pretty hungover, so it wasn't a whole lot of done, but it was suggested by our friend Amy. She said that we should have people send us life questions and or problems, and we would give advice on them. Obviously, we are not the best at giving advice nor making the best decisions in our own lives, so it would be very entertaining to do this. Uh, first week, we only got three questions, which is fine. One of them was actually funny because it was Matt, and he goes, where do babies come from? And I was like, that is one topic we're not covering on the podcast. Um, it's the butt. Yep. <laughs> I, I would say so. I thought it was a stork. A, yeah, is a stork that brings the baby into the... No, f- yes. A, a stork's butt, yes. Zach, Zach, you had the answer? No, storks, yeah. Okay, That's yep. how uh, they, they fly them in, right? No. And they shit yeah. them out. No, the stork does or the, the mom? No, the they, stork they, has sex with the mom, and then that's how babies are born. But the stork, mm. but the stork gives birth. The stork does give birth, but still has sex. This is a PG thirteen show now. Oh my god, I don't get it. So the st- okay, well, how is this? Why I try and fly all the time? Is this why I jumped off my roof last this, week? Yeah, no, this is why I jump off stuff all the time. No, that was that was the PCP. Oh, <laughs> is, okay. Okay, so we're all in agreement. All we're all in agreement. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Nate. We're all. We're all in agreement that babies come from storks in some way or another. Yep. All right, Matt, I'm sorry that you weren't here tonight. I'm glad we can answer that question for you. Uh, then another listener who's been listening for the past couple weeks, Fritz, sent in three really, really great questions. Uh, well, one is a, one question with a follow-up. He says, can you live on the sun? If so, why? Uh, anyone want to take a crack at that one? I don't yeah. I, know, I believe you can walk on it. Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth first. Yep. So, they don't lie. Okay, okay. Zach, any thoughts if you could live on the sun or not? Well, it's just like walking on like hot pavement or coal. You kind of just got to pick your feet up fast, but other than that, you're pretty good. Yeah, yeah dude. It's, yeah, I agree. I was thinking the exact same thing. That's crazy. Uh, okay, yeah. Fritz, that's the answer to your first question. And then the second one, he uh, emotionally loaded at us. Uh, will my dad ever come back from getting jewel pods at the store? Uh, not sure how long he's been gone, Fritz. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I would I say if it's if it's over five years uh, gone, then it's probably not coming back. Anything below that is like kind of off. a coin. Yeah, it could just be he got caught caught up in traffic for four years and a half years, four and a half years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think got hopped on the wrong bus. Yep. Zach, I'm poor man, open out in New York to come back. Wait, wait, wait what? <laughs> Zach goes, I'm waiting for he's been, writing, he's been writing me letters, but like his handwriting looks just like my mom's, I swear. It's crazy. He's a superhero. <laughs> he's he's off solving crime, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. My dad's so much cooler than yours. So yes, Fritz, your dad will come back because mine will too. Yep. Promised it. He did. He really did promise it. Uh yeah, so those are our viewer advice questions. If you're listening to this, please send us a question. DM us on Instagram. It's uh, the Tuesday Catch-Up on Instagram, at Tuesday underscore Catch-Up on Twitter. Hit us up on SoundCloud in the comments. Hit us up via email at the Tuesday Catch-Up at gmail.com. Whatever you got to do, send us your life advice, your life questions. Even if you're just curious about something, this group, uh, between the six of us, we're pretty darn intelligent, so we'll be able to answer pretty much anything you throw at us. Obviously, we were able to describe childbirth, um, you know, if you could live on the sun, all that stuff tonight. So we're a pretty smart group, I, I wouldn't you say, guys? 
Yeah, very knowledgeable. Yep. Uh, okay. Quick update that I wanted you all to know. I weighed in this morning for hashtag pounds for piercings. I started at 235. I'm currently at 226. I've got six pounds to lose in four days. I'm fucked. What were you trying to get to? I want to get to 220. Well, is that the goal you set four pounds for piercings? Yeah, I thought it was 215. No, pound surpassing was 235 to 220. It was a 15-pound goal in a month, uh, given like kind of how shitty I eat and how busy I am. So then I said by, by Andre's wedding, which is in four days is the rehearsal dinner. So if by rehearsal day morning I'm not at, at 220, I'm probably in some trouble here, boys, wouldn't you say? Yeah. No, You're getting definitely. a piercing. Props. You're getting your septum pierced. I think you're going the unhealthy route as is, but whatever. Do it for the vine, right? Yeah, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm about to take hydroxy cut and just not eat for four days. <laughs> just sweat it out. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm wearing a garbage bag for the next four days to finish yeah, this freaking weight loss challenge. Water weight, so you really only need to lose two pounds in the next few days and then really just put the bag, the grocery bag on or the garbage bag. And go for a couple runs. Oh, my God. I can't wait, I can't wait to take the, the, the video of me like crossing 220 it's and being like... like wrestling meets back yeah. in the day. <laughs> Drawing right the freaking thing and then... Stripping down, hopping on, and then getting Zach, off, and then just eating. Will you come for a run with me and film me running with a garbage bag and, and give me a little promo for the Tuesday catch-up fans? <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. Uh, okay. Just, just do it in our, in our green screen and just pretend to jog. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll play the Rocky theme where Zach has to hum it. Uh, okay. Uh, we haven't done this in a couple weeks. I got to taste the new ketchup this week, and so did Zach. Yeah, it's shit. It's shit. It's the... Uh, wow. It's Berman's ketchup. It's the perfect finish, in quotes. Rich, bold tomato flavor. Zach tried it first. Zach, could you give us kind of a, a comprehensive breakdown of, of how this ketchup tasted and what were the, the notes were? Yeah, so I'm a huge ketchup and eggs guy. Um, so I put it on my eggs. Initial taste, it was way too sugary. So the sweetness just overwhelmed everything. Um, it had a weird, like, kind of acidy aftertaste too so i just wasn't a fan i get it and yeah it was too sweet also we lost gillis so i think gillis is having a little party in his dorm and or the storm hit there's a storm brewing outside uh but yeah let zach on a number of one to ten i gave it probably a, a four and four point three yeah it was the worst i've had but i would get a four point three sounds pretty average or about right yeah, that sounds about that sounds about accurate. I can take that. I, I would like that. So if you're at Aldi's, pick up Berman's. It's our it's our catch-up of the week. Nate, can you uh can you give us some sort of some sort of thing for it? No. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. We'll come up with an ad for it on Twitter or something like that. Berman's ketchup, 4.3 out of 10. Not really even worth an ad this week. Kind of just threw it in there. Forgot to warn everyone that we were doing a ketchup sponsor this week. But if you're at Aldi's and you're coming through the aisle, it's your only choice. It's Berman's. Go get some. Uh, and now for the last thing of the night, <clears throat> I wanted to take you guys all down a trip to memory lane from when I was about 12 years old. I was... Uh, probably the same weight I am now, I would say, right around the same weight I am now. I had transition lenses, buck teeth, and uh, frosted tips on my hair, and I was some sort of a, a tortured artist, some would say. Um, yeah. And so the game I'm going to have is uh, we're going to, if you give us five retweets or five new followers or some sort of metric that we'll describe a little bit later, it's got to be in a multiple of five. Uh, or you or you you refer five people to the Tuesday Catch Up on SoundCloud and they follow and you can prove it. I will read another poem from my stock, 
Uh, these poems were written when I was quite a character. I'm uh, pretty excited to share them with you. I'm going to give you one special one tonight, but I do have to run and grab it. I'll be right back with that. All right, so I've got the poem book in front of me. It's titled Mother's Day Poems, Number One Mom. I'll give you guys a little view of the, view of the cover there. You made this, huh, buddy? Yep, 30 pages. So uh, the dedication page I'll start with, it's Mother's Day Poems, written and illustrated by Hayden Fredrickson. Dedicated to my mom because she loves me and deals with my brother, sister, and I. And I think she deserves this. I love you and have a happy Mother's Day. Love, your son, Hayden. A lot of love in that. Yeah, there's a table of contents. Uh, do you guys want to hear the titles of these poems? Yes. Title page, dedication no, wait, page. Can we guess? Wait, can we guess? Yeah, actually, yeah. You, guess, so guess. You, when, you, when you read it, we'll guess afterwards. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But there's, there's 28 <laughs> poems. Uh, you guys want the first one? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, this one's probably one of the worst. I can't wait to to read this one for you guys. So just keep in mind, as for all my listeners, I was a weird kid. It's kind of what made me weird enough to want to, to do podcasting and weird shit like that. So don't judge me too hard, but I don't really care anyway. Uh, this is a feeling poem, but it's not the title of the poem. It's just that's the type of poem it is. Poem it is. <laughs> <clears throat> Anger is red like flames bursting out of a volcano and turns your heart as cold as ice. It flows through every part of my body like wildfire. It reminds me of death, rage, and fury. It makes me want to seek and destroy. Can you guys clap? Oh, that was it? <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's, it's a, they're short. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't, you can't see it on my uh, camera, but I am crying. Yeah. Not of laughter. It took me to a dark place. Yeah. So you guys signing me or why? Why on earth would you write that to your mom for Mother's Day? You? I was twelve. What? Right. Your mom must have been so sad that that your son is so angry. It was, dude. Angry. I think it probably. I think I actually remember the day I gave it to her. It made her cry. <laughs> yeah. like, she's probably fucked up. She's like, oh, I, I'm a terrible mother. She goes, so I know a great therapist. Um, Do you guys want to hear the... No, because I talked to her last night. I was like, how did you put out with me? She's like, I don't know. We kind of knew you'd turn out okay. Which, like, I really... We knew you were crazy. We just hoped you weren't school shooting crazy. Yeah, and that's pretty much happened. So do you guys want to hear the about the author section? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Hayden Patrick Fredrickson, age 12. Hobbies. Singing, building, and drawing. Listening to music and hanging out with my friends. I think I had four or five at the time. Um... My poems are based on the world because my dad always talks about it and how it's getting worse, but I think my generation can change that. Also, some of the poems are sad, but not because I am sad. It's just I see it a lot at school, and having experiences makes it easier to write about. I hope you enjoyed my poetry book. Holy shit, kid. Yeah. I was a fucking thinker, boys. I was miles ahead of my time. They the true artist. Be the next Einstein, and then look at you now, dude. Some yeah. of some of these poems are unbelievable. Like they're very insightful. They're like things <laughs> I hope for, things I'm nervous about, and they are like they all came true. It's ridiculous. So, uh, you heard it here first. If you would like to hear more of the poems, stylings of Hayden's Mother's Day, circa uh, what 2000, whatever it was, uh, you have to retweet us five times. What is it? Yeah, retweet five. Yeah. Retweet five times, or get five people to follow the SoundCloud, get five people to follow the Twitter, refer them, or tweet at us five times, send us some messages. We'll pretty much deem it by the week on a group text message basis on uh, what's what's the, what's going to be the the right move for it. So that's uh, that's poetry with Hayden. Those are deep cuts with Hayden Fredrickson. Yeah. Wow. 
I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. So without further ado, uh, final thoughts for the night, gentlemen. Zach, how did you think the podcast went? I know you had a little guest in the background. Ask Abby how she went, how she thought it went on your end. Um, Abby, what did you think? She couldn't hear much of it, but she says it was good. Um, I thought it went well for only having us four. Kind of a bummer that we're missing Matt and your brother, but that's okay. Uh, super excited to hear some of this stuff. The news was great this week. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm already looking. Hell yeah, hell yeah. It was a good episode, I think. And I think the four of us being on the episode together, uh, you know, Zach, you're relatively new, and Gillis hadn't gotten a lot of mic time lately as he'd been kind of busy, and also when he comes on was usually a little bit too inebriated to talk. So giving him an episode to really kind of have some mic time I think was important to the the fans. They wanted more Gillis, and they, they got what they wanted. Uh, Nate, how did you think the episode went? By the way, we did lose Gillis. He he has roommates as he's in that Treehaven camp up in Tomahawk, so he had to let us go a little bit early, but he uh, wanted to let us know that he loves us and that it was a good episode. Nate, how did you think it went tonight? Uh, fantastic. Uh, I'm ready to hit the hay myself. I'm pretty tired. Um, Zach, you got to stop making out with your sister. Um, yep. And great episode. Absolutely. Uh, follow us on Instagram at the Tuesday Ketchup on Instagram at Tuesday underscore Ketchup on Twitter. Follow us on SoundCloud at the Tuesday Ketchup. Uh, follow our, or support our Patreon. We've already got two Tomato Boys with two more on verbal commits. We've got some good things happening. Uh, we got a lot of content coming out pretty quick here in terms of videos and competitions and just fun shit. So if you want to have a good summer with us, come follow us. Come listen to us. We'll pump this out as hard as we can. We'll annoy you over text message. We'll do whatever we can to get you to become a Tomato Boy. Uh, so that was a good episode boys I think this one's a wrap thanks for catching up with us you're officially caught up one two three